Welcome to Another Week With, hosted by Matt and Rob, presented by Zelgor. You want to play a game that's good on your phone and while you're taking a shit? Zelgor has the game for you. Noobs Tubes coming to a t- screen near you soon. Now on to Matt and Rob. All right, you heard it. We're here. It's Matt. It's Rob. It's another week with. We got a good week here for you. Vice presidential pick finally in. It's Kay Hare, Kamala Harris. She's, uh, people seem happy about it, I would say, on on uh, the progressive side, that's for sure. Kay Hare, did you just make that up? <laughs> I did just make that up, yeah. And what I haven't else heard can we do? We could, we could do better. What's a be- We should think of a better nickname. Maybe not right now, but we got to do better than that. Yeah, we'll workshop that throughout and uh, we'll come up with something better. But Kay Hare for now. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Uh, it's cool. I mean, I think it's, uh, I, I guess it doesn't have, I don't think it was, you know, no one was going crazy lauding it or, or hating it. I think it was a sound pick, you know, checks a lot of the boxes. Uh, it's just fine. Yeah. And it took, like you said, you were talking about it in the past that this took way longer than it should have taken. To, to I mean, I, it was just kind of like, all right, are you going to like, Clearly, they were going to pick a female, and then at some point, they were clearly going to pick a female of color. And then it was like Kamala Harris, Stacey Abrams, um, and I don't know, like who. There was no one really else in the running, and Stacey Abrams, everyone was saying she doesn't have enough experience. So then it's like, all right, it's just going to be Kamala Harris. So when the news came out, it was like, all right, cool. And everyone's super happy about uh, it's a woman of color, it's the first. Uh, african-american woman that's been on a major party ticket it's the first uh indian woman that's been a major party ticket which is great you know i'm super happy that we live in a society where it's just not all old fucking white men except for you know the main job uh is both two old white men who are terrible right um right but you know i mean there's at least like a I don't know your average presidency. There's probably a 2% chance that the president's going to die during it. Uh, there's probably a solid 20, 25% chance that Biden dies during the presidency. So Kamala's got a good shot of stepping up into a, a big position. I would say uh, she's got a shot. And I think 2% we've had what 45 presidents more than two have died. You got, you got a better chance than that. Well, I would just say like, Hey, we're talking yeah, 10%, yeah. you know, yeah, we got true. like a one in 10 here. That's true. That's a good point. At least there's a chance. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I guess. So the ways Biden dies is a, obviously he's kind he's old. So is Trump. Illness illness or age, you know, whatever. But also if Trump loses the election, I see it as somewhat likely that some of his followers are a little bit of the crazy variety, the gun toting crazies. And, uh, not, I mean, if he was, if Biden is assassinated, let's just, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I, I would be shocked. I, I would be shocked if any president was assassinated. You would, like, Secret Service for one now is so insanely on top of everything. And I think yeah. proactive that I think it's very hard to assassinate a president. Not, I guess, impossible, but harder than has ever, ever been. And two, I don't know. There are bits of pretty... For depending on your viewpoints, uh, hated figures in office the past two presidents, Obama yeah. because people are racist and yeah. Trump because he's 
pro racist, <laughs> really. You True. Know? So. I mean, fair point. My my take on that would be is that Trump has kind of given more power to these more crazy That's out there people. A good point. He has. And but... I mean, if you're these gun touting people who have some of these kind of crazy weapons, like Secret Service isn't like sniper towering like Biden, like probably more powerful than like more possible than ever, like since JFK, I'd say. Do you think, yeah, but if they th- think about it, think about it, what they stand for and what they want, do you really think they want to kill an old white guy so that a younger woman of color can become president? That would like go I, directly against their purpose. I don't think they're smart enough to think that. That's way. like a one step, you know, you're thinking ahead. that's one chess move ahead. Surely is, they yeah, can see that, you know? It's not like, no, I don't. I, <laughs> The I don't board agree is with there, that. And, and there's only no. one pawn moved. Surely you can see your next move through that. No, I don't. I think they're this guy beat Trump. Trump should be president. If I kill this guy, Trump's gonna be president again. Yeah. Uh, listen, the dumb Donald, We want you back. We we need you. Like back. That's that's what they're gonna say, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's. I was reading an article earlier today from CNN, which CNN is largely like just liberal propaganda website B behind MSNBC. MSNBC, um, big time, big time. Big time. But CNN's right there behind them. At least C- CNN has oh, maybe just like a, a little sprinkle of pepper, more moderateness to them. But still, it's largely a liberal think tank, as a lot of the media is. And which, I mean, like, I think we're both on the liberal side of things. It's just, mm-hmm. I hate how all media is just the same fucking coverage left and right. And everyone's been so positive. Kamala, Kamala, Jesus. We'll figure that out. Um, K-Hair, Kamala, God, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Um, But apparently in India, it's been more positive news than some people expected, considering uh, women aren't typically in leadership positions there. Um, So that's cool. That's good for India. That's pretty. Uh, oh, it's great. Uncommon. And I didn't know, and I think you didn't know that she was Indian. No. Yes. And Even, honestly, yeah. when I first heard this, I thought it was Native American Indian. Was my first reaction. Yeah. So I, I didn't know she's she's her parents are Indian and Jamaican immigrants. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know. I had no idea. Good, good for her. That's tremendous. No, it is. And um, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know how to even like say this the right way. It's just the Democrats are clearly playing identity politics. Is, oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say too. Like what are they very aligned politically? Not really. Right. No. I mean, the Democrats were like, all right, we got this old white guy. Clearly, everyone wants a female. Clearly, everyone wants a female of color. Kamala Harris checks off all the boxes, isn't crazy, has the experience to where it's like totally cool. And they're like, yeah, she's she's the one. Right. I mean, so they not, don't even care about as much about all they really care about is she's a Democrat. And then yeah. she hits all those all those things right. you just mentioned. It, it had right. nothing to do with her politics. And when did that start? Did that, is that always, I wonder, has that always been the case for vice presidents where they just pick someone uh, who, that people want in terms well, of just simple ideas rather than you, policies? I, I think you're getting someone who 
might appeal to the base that you're not getting with your presidential so pick. So I think that's out, large, right? Yeah, to round rounds it. out the selection because that was the Pence pick with Trump being the more bombastic, sort of crazy Republican, although he was like a Democrat until the 90s or early 2000s, essentially <laughs> yeah. until he started realizing he might be able to run for office. Um, but whatever. Uh, Pence's pick was like, all right, we're going to get all the conser- the super conservatives. We're going to get the religious vote. He's super religious. Right. We're going to get the conservative base that doesn't like Trump's bombacities. And we'll be like, hey, Trump's a little crazy, but we got Mike Pence, you know, holding down the fort, keeping things keeping things working smooth. Um, and that's traditional. Keeping things right. real traditional. Exactly. That's his, what biggest asset, I guess, to their you go, voters. You'll go back with, and Biden was the same thing for uh, Obama, not to like the Trump uh, Pence com- comparison, but just Biden was, you know, your classic establishment candidate. You know, Biden was that Biden or uh, Obama was kind of like Kamala Harris, like a quick riser, mm-hmm. every, the hot button issue. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, let's get behind this guy. He's a great order. And then you have Biden, who's not a great order, but who's like been in politics forever. Everyone trusts him. Um, and that was kind of like the selection there. And you would go back into like, would you say that people trust him or that they just are comfortable seeing him? You they're know, comfortable seeing comfortable him. I don't know if that's like, nobody mean, trusts him. No. And, He's also and, like a, and don't give him credit for being not a great order. He's bad at speaking publicly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's bad. He's been bad at it since before he was senile, too. Yeah. I mean, he has a, yeah. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of quotes from Biden that we've gotten into before. You can look him up. I mean, he is just he's a clown. Um, we can move on to some of my issues with Kamala and why I think that the rash positivity is just insane, considering she was. So people are now telling her it's like, oh, she's the next hot button person she's all great blah 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 but like all right so you're on the democratic primaries so you're largely getting a voter base of people who probably don't care as much about gender like they're just like we want the best person you know it doesn't matter if it's a woman uh just more people like that compared to the republican side like if it was a general election it's probably a different debate than what i'm saying right here but we're talking more liberal people and the only time she got any buzz as far as her uh, presidential campaign was was when she called out um, Biden for being a racist in the past and currently with some of his statements and said that you know with Biden's like old busing um, legislation from back in the day that she was like I was that little girl um, which was hilarious because it was like it was like oh this was this off the cuff thing Kamala Harris is so great at uh, debates like she just murdered Biden, which she did murder Biden. But also, the minute the debate came up, they had T-shirts ready to roll out with that "I was that little girl" phrase. Like, oh, yeah, okay. she had that one fucking planned, which is fine, which is fine. Um, and then she was on the Colbert Report after she got, um, you know, named as the VP candidate, mm-hmm. and Stephen was like, "Oh, so." You know, you had this big viral thing. You've come out a couple of times saying that Biden's a racist. You've come out saying that, you know, some of this stuff with the Me Too movement and Biden is like not a great look. Like, how do you now reconcile that? And how are you supporting him now? And she like, you can look up the tape. She gives us like weird look to him. Like, how are you asking me this? Like, what the fuck? This is supposed to be a puff little, right. little, uh, little piece. And it just laughs it off. And it was like, ah, 
it was a debate. And it's like, wait, that's yeah. not like, what? <laughs> what? It was a debate. So, so either you're lying then and don't care, or you're lying now. Like it's it's one of those. Either way, you're lying. Which like all politicians clearly yeah, clearly lie, which I think is a problem with of politicians. Course. But it, it's not a good look. No, it's not a good look. And I think you nailed it. With the debate, she had it planned, did her homework, and was ready mm-hmm. to say that. She knew she was trying to lead him to get to the point where she could say that. Yeah. Whereas this, she wasn't expecting it. So it's just, again, all either way, in both instances, you're just saying what you want people to hear. Yeah. What people want to hear. Yes. And she, so, she was really good at that. Yep. I think somewhat of what I've read and listened to, um, she had a lot of good sound bites early on in the debates, but as the debates wore on and it got more off the cuff, she was a little quieter. I mean, then you had your Elizabeth Warren, who was really good at those back and forths, and Bernie were probably the best two back and forths people of the debates, where Kamala would just get her shots in that seemed a little bit more um, put together and nice. But she's a great, she's a good speaker. I mean, she does a good job um, when she's prepared and she's quick enough when people attack her to kind of defend herself. But I think there's some problems to like some of the stuff she's saying now, like people are saying she's this super progressive, super liberal person. But also when she was a prosecutor, she stopped some people who were probably proven innocent from lowering their prison sentences. When asked about the whole idea of build schools, not prisons, she laughed it off and was like, Oh, there's a reason that I have three locks in my apartment or house or whatever. And it's like, there's a million studies. It's like over 50% of kids that don't graduate from high school end up in the legal system somewhere. So That's yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's super high. It's not, it's a very, very clear correlation where if like, if you don't finish school, cause then like, think about it. If you didn't finish high school, what would you do? Like, what, what do you do? If you don't have a GED, if you don't finish high school, what's your job? Yeah, it's menial. It's menial. And then you're probably struggling for money. Crime's easier. Selling drugs is easier. Fall don't need a degree for that. Easily. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's a slippery slope. That's for Easy. sure. Yeah. And you probably, yeah. And it's, it's sad. Um, that's interesting. But I I, her history as a prosecutor is very, very problematic. And that was the issue when she was a, a presidential candidate. Right. And people just, I think... Haven't mentioned that at all, at all. It's just like, oh, Kamala Harris, great pick. And it's, it is, I think, a solid pick. I would just like to point out that like no pick is ever perfect. And I'm just sick of everyone just saying how perfect she is. Oh, you're never going to find it. Nobody, no matter what it is, is going to appeal to everybody, even within a party, because these parties now, even more than ever, are, are becoming more and more extreme to the far left or far right. So... Uh, but but that doesn't appeal to everyone either. So there's never going to be a candidate that fits everybody within a given party even. So it's yeah. hard, but you just got to pick and choose, I guess, what matters. And that's why I was asking, like, is she a good fit with Biden? I don't I don't know what's more important. Is it better to have two people on different ends of the their party's spectrum or do you want to be more aligned? I don't know. Personally, I would think that it's better to be aligned because then you could you have a better chance to like force the things that you think are going to work through. Then you're going to have 
everyone in the same camp. Then you're hitting, you know, you're swinging for the fences with that, you know, that one mindset, which is true. I think, I think that's the best strategy. Once you're in office, obviously that's the best way to move things forward and try to push your agenda. But I think it's probably a little harder to get elected because then you have to convince everyone that that's the way to go. But at the same time, once you have your party, you know, pretty much Democrats are going to toe the line and vote Democrat and vice versa. So it's just getting those swing voters. That's the fucking problem with politics. Uh, the party system, oh. I think everybody knows it sucks. But do they? Do they? Because the establishment parties? seems really fucking happy with it. We do haven't. They? I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. The Democrats still get all these fucking donors donating millions and millions of dollars. I mean. Because it's them. It's because there's only one other choice and they hate the other choice. I know, but it's where are people stepping up to try and have a third party? Where are people stepping up and be like, we need to fix this system? Bernie I mean, tried, Bernie tried, but then at the end of the day, he had to come back as a Democrat. You know, it just doesn't work. It's impossible. Well, when you're by yourself and he's just out there on an island. I mean, I don't know. How do you start a party? Let's start our own do you, party. Do you Over remember? Eight. I can't remember the dude's names, but there was a libertarian candidates in the 2016 election. And their thing was like, so they right off the bat were like, we got our president and we got our vice president. We're running together and we're both going to be president. And people were like, <laughs> you're fucking like, what? Every society is with two leaders. <laughs> we're becoming the Damn Roman man. triumvirate there. But I don't know. I mean, I'm glad. I, I think Kam- Kamala, good pick. Solid pick. Yeah, good pick. Not going to wow anyone. What voters do you think they won over the Democrats by picking Kamala Harris? I think it what? certainly helps. I think it helps with a, a lot of his weak spots, you know? So people yeah, but say, were, were those, those people going to vote for Donald Trump? Trump? Well, that's my whole point. That's what we were arguing about before is does it make a difference? The whole point, I guess, right now is that there's those few swing states and swing voters that you need to flip one way or another. Or if you could steal, it seems like now is a decent opportunity to potentially steal some Republican voters because Trump has fucked up in a number of ways. Who I want you to like, just describe to me what you expect. What does your average swing state voter look like? Uh, I would say they're probably relatively educated, you know, high school, Mm -hmm. college degree, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I would, I would say probably not too religious. You can't be too religious. If you're too religious, I feel like, you know, the extremely religious people tend, tend to vote Republican. Am I wrong? Is that wrong? No, you're very right. It's the abortion issue really yeah, I think, yeah. curtails that pretty quick. Um, and yeah, just, just, I think it's a balance between it's, it's that balance between, yeah, the economy and business and et cetera, et cetera, versus, um, you know, human decency, I guess, mm-hmm. really, it's, it's what are, what is making a bigger difference? And I think honestly, it's what is more negative? You know, if you get a candidate, if I was a swing voter and I was a candidate that was like Trump, that is like so racist or oppressive to people, that's, that turnoff is probably more powerful than someone who's doing, who's, you know, doing a great job on a number of topics. I, it's, I think it's easier to be turned off from someone than turned on to someone else. Yeah. But do you think, 
I just don't think that I think that the people are going to vote Demo- like there's a lot of people who are pretty into politics right now because of how terrible Biden is. I think largely the people there's not that many people who are going to get swung by Kamala Harris. I don't know who would have been that person that would have swung those people. I just don't know if that Kamala Harris is that person either, because I think her maybe some of those far left people are going to stay home or vote for third party, which would be dumb. Um, maybe Trump's, I think Trump's fucked it up so bad that there's just, there's realistically no way that Biden loses at this point. But what happens? Like something has to happen. Clearly people swing because we had what let's, I don't know who was, whoever was, was Reagan the president before Clinton? I would know it was Bush senior. Oh yeah. Bush. So you got Bush senior Republican, Bill Clinton, Democrat, Bush again, Republican, Obama, Democrat, Trump, Republican. It goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So clearly something's happening where people are flip-flopping and some, somehow, somewhere, people are swinging. People are swinging, baby. That's true. I don't, well, well, who, who is it and what are they, do you, why are they doing that? Do you spe- I have never spoken to these people that are flip-floppy like this. You know what it might be, too, what though? Is they? it just that people get so passionate? Like, let's say it's a Democrat in office and you have Republicans who just didn't vote the previous election because they didn't care because there was mm-hmm. a Republican and they were just whatever. And then they get passionate about it and they want to change. So then they go vote. I think it's just the number of there's some people that sit out an election and then the next time they're back in and then some people sit out and then they're back in. That must be it. That's my thought. I really hope Biden wins, which is a really fucking shitty statement, but it would in a weird way, be fun for just just for that evening, watching people's heads explode if Trump wins. Like the Wait internet, would, you just said you want Biden would, to win. I do want Biden to win. Oh, oh, oh I got you. See, but I'm even, saying, even though you want even, Biden to win, it would be very interesting. It to would see. be interesting to watch the internet explode. Like literally, the internet might crash if Trump gets reelected, and that would be. Like oh, it would oh, be it would, interesting to watch. That would be chaos. You what you were talking about if what what the Trump supporters would do if 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 he lost, what everyone else would do if he won would be just as crazy, if not crazier. And I think you're right. The internet wise, a oh, lot the of internet, the, you know, yeah. savvy people and internet, it's socially involved. A lot of you know young people that are all over social media. Yeah, definitely much more democratic. So that it would be mad they would lose their shit, and it would be. Oh, it'd be hilarious. But it's a guarantee. Either way, there's going to be fireworks because there's the whole thing of Trump leaving office, not leaving office, which I think for sure he'll leave office. I I, I don't see how you can't. (laughs) All right. So I want to go through um, the DNC and who's going to be speaking at the convention. It's a virtual convention. Probably lame. Maybe I definitely probably won't watch most any of it. But like, let's see. uh, Let's go over Monday. They got Bernie Sanders. Good way to start off. Good way to start off. Great. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who had been under fire from uh, Trump in the past. But also, like, let's just throw this out there. Michigan had this thing where they weren't allowing farmers to buy seeds during the coronavirus. So why? What was the reason? uh, Coronavirus. Duh. What do you mean? That you can get coronavirus from seeds is that there no no it, it, I don't know. Shut, it was it made no sense that was a lot of farmers complaints so but uh, she's the at, thing least- at the time though too remember nobody knew what was the deal with this virus 
you know? So if their argument was like, maybe you could get it from touching seeds if someone touched that seed before and had it, you, like, no one knew how it was transferred I don't, early on. I don't think that was the argument. I think it was an oversight when they shut down all non-essential business. And, you know, farmers being a relatively uh, socially distanced job probably needs those seeds, especially we also need a food source. And an essential job anyways. Fucking essential. (laughs) Uh, And then they have John Kasich, who Mm -hmm. is a Republican who ran against Donald Trump in 2016. It's like that's peculiar. I wonder what that is. Maybe he's got uh, some some, maybe he's got some up his sleeve. He must have something. Is anyone interested in what John Kasich has to say? I think Anyone? John Kasich was pretty solid compared to the other Republican candidates. He was, was a moderate. A big, guy. I was a big Kasich guy. I back yeah. in 2016, he's a moderate. Like that's what I liked about him. And he seems to, you know, be a realistic human. He's just also an incredible bore. Like oh yeah, big time, my, big time. There was a. I was listening to a podcast. Um, actually, it was it was a podcast that also has a YouTube show. Um, and they showed a video of John Kasich when he like someone recognized him after he gave a speech and he was like fanboying himself. Like he was just shocked that someone recognized him. And it's like, yeah, it's, he's really boring. Like his issue is that he has no life to him. Oh yeah. And it is, that is spot on. He doesn't, he's got nothing. And then they finish off with former first lady, Michelle Obama, which like I pick it's fine. I mean, it's what is, what is Obama? So the, what, the people that are speaking. That's the Monday. That's Monday. Oh, okay. Tuesday, they have Sally Yates, former attorney general. I've heard the name. Don't know much about her. Senate minority leader Chuck Schumer, who is like one of the kings of just Democratic establishment, big time, like big donor, fucking like Wall Street back pocket sort of guy. Just your classic, like just classic, not Republican, classic, just uh, representative. Um, Career DC guy. Knows how to skip the wheels. Knows how to get money and... Uh, AOC, which is like, I think the best speakers so far are Bernie Sanders and AOC. And like, I'm not a, like a massive AOC fan, but she's like interesting. She's Doesn't she like, have a very far... small amount of time to speak. Is it, I, oh, I thought her yeah. time was very It's probably tiny. Um, and then, <laughs> then they have former President Bill Clinton and Jill Biden, which is like, all right, Bill Clinton, like, everyone hates the Clintons at this point. There is no one out there that likes the Clintons. They are not like leaders of the Democratic Party anymore. Just get it out. Fuck, fuck them. Fuck Hillary. Fuck Bill for sure. Like Bill Clinton has just come off worse and worse as history comes out. Like he was a president for his policies, but then that fucking like, uh, you know, his raping a girl while in office, by the way, and also being part of Sex Island with Epstein. Epstein. Yeah, Epstein. The Epstein thing that wasn't good. You know, I was going to say, you said, fuck, fuck Bill Clinton. I was going to say, if you, if you want to fuck Bill Clinton, he'll probably fuck you, man. He might do it. He'll probably do it. what you wish I, for. I think they have both Bill and Hillary speaking at this. And it's like, no one likes them. No one. No one. What do they even have to offer? Bill Clinton's too old to put together a sentence nowadays. You know what's funny is that. I'm pretty positive Bill doesn't even like Hillary Clinton and Hillary doesn't even like Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they're just they could get divorced now and no one would care. Uh, they're just together for the politics. Yeah, but their politics are over. But they don't think that no, they're over. But they're over. Like yeah, they, but that, 
Yeah, they're, I, done. Yeah, they're done. But they, they should that's, have to help other people. Yeah, they should. But they're too selfish. That's what it takes to become a, a, a top-tier politician. All top-tier politicians are inherently selfish. Think about the mindset you have to have to run for president. Inherently, yeah. you're very egotistical. You yeah. know? You are. You'd be like, I'm the guy that this whole nation wants to lead it. I'm going to show everyone the way I know how it's done. You're a little self-centered, you know, but you need to be. We need people with, you know, brass balls or 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 uh, what would be the equivalent? Titanium titties, whatever, whatever you have, mm-hmm. you want. There, you know, you got to be mm-hmm. making those big calls, making those big shots with authority. You just pick someone that has, you know hopefully good values. Yeah. I think uh, Wednesday at the DNC is a hot day. They got Nancy Pelosi, who's a terrible, I hate Nancy Pelosi. I hate her. She is the definition of establishment politician. She is the least relatable human being on the earth. She's a liar left and right. She's a bad human being. And she's just a little bit better than your average Republican, which like just, Makes her okay, I guess. Would not have, have guessed that she's eighty, though. Huh? Would not have guessed that she's eighty. I mean, she's got that. She's like a Steven Tyler. Like her, if you put st- her and Steven Tyler together, all the plastic surgery they've had, Man, same person. Plastic surgery, plastic surgery. That's what it is. A lot it? of plastic. And then, you know what? The other. This is the other thing that pissed me off about her. The house is currently on recess. Right. Hey, Rob, do we have a bill? About the uh, sec- like we, second wave of coronavirus out yet? It's Is, been are a people getting paid? It's been or, or, like, oh, but you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go on vacation. Fuck it. Month I, off. What did they do? Did, did they like push it back a week or something, right? They pushed it back a week and, and, and maybe maybe they have a couple days Either left. Shit out. Fuck them. How could you honestly leave, leave and be like, all right, that's it. Like, and another question is, is Trump's executive order, is that actually going into effect that $400 unemployment thing? I mean, it's an executive order. Happened? I think it does. I don't know. I mean, I know when it initially came out, there was some speculation as to what validity it had. I mean, that's like every executive order ever. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, Hey, and he at didn't, least he's he didn't doing something have... compared to the fucking house. Right. And I, but, and I, I know another big thing was the stimulus checks. He, there was, he probably, I think he, if ideally had it his way, he would have given out stimulus checks himself, but federal spending has to come from be approved by Congress, which is why he didn't even bother brushing that one. Yeah. But again, that's why I'm right. curious about the $400. I mean, maybe they're waiting until right before the election to like, just fucking, Hey, yeah, but that's not good. Trump who bucks, that benefit? baby. Who, it who benefits Trump. It benefits Trump is who it benefits when people are getting twelve hundred dollars real quick right before the oh, election. About if he did that as an executive order, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. I, I'm sure if it nothing's done by then, he'll do it. Oh yeah, oh, that would be a good move. I Even would if say if it doesn't work, he'll say, "Oh, well, I tried. Congress stopped me." Yeah, but I think something before then will be done. I'm it's sure by, by it's got to early September something will be done. But but right. I, I would have said that if you asked me two weeks ago. I would have said before this, I guarantee that they'd have something done because it's insane to think about that they could leave without possibly having something approved by now. How could you yeah. possibly? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen several people leaving my apartment complex because they, they had to, they were evicted. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal that they don't have anything out yet. It's absolute insanity. And that it's embarrassing. That, that is, is your Nancy job. Pelosi's fault. 
That is Nancy Pelosi's fucking fault. More than anything, your job is is to help the American people, particularly in a time of she crisis. She doesn't actually care. All she cares about is the soundbite. Be like, eh, we tried, but well, the Republicans wouldn't listen to our demand, so we left the table. But that's what they both say. And why does it matter for her? Like, she's 80. She's not going to advance any higher than this. What does she care? Just do something positive. She's Make a difference. She's an asshole. She's not. She has never lived the life of someone poor. That's the problem. Yeah, but don't you? Can't you? Can you not? Can you be so unaware? I find that hard to believe. When's, when's the last time Nancy Pelosi's had a town hall meeting? I don't know. I'm not as up on Nancy Pelosi town halls as I'd like to be. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's probably been a while. It's crazy. She's a, one of the scariest looking humans on the planet, too. Right up there with Bi- or uh, with Biden, yeah. Also, plastic surger, surger, uh, surgeons like wet dream. He's got the teeth. He's got those Billy Joel teeth. The white, oh, yeah. the all whites. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're they're pearly. They're fake as fuck. They're shiny. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So then, uh, let's move on on the Wednesday DNC. We've got um, Barack Obama speaking. Probably a good one. Probably oh, a good one. Of course, of course, you cannot. He's a go good speaker. Wrong. Cannot go uh, wrong. Yeah. And then they uh, they also have Elizabeth Warren on Wednesday. Who Elizabeth Warren also a serial liar and someone who is like, yeah, oh, that. I have all I have all these plans. And we're like, all right, Liz, what are they? Oh, it's just like this very vague brushstrokes. All right, well, how are you planning on paying for that? I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> Okay, so this is never going to happen because you have absolutely no actual plan. Let me, just and let, me, let me and I'll show you what I'll, I'll yeah, show you like, how I'll fund it. Well, <laughs> you know, that doesn't really work ever. Kind of like, I mean, Obamacare was a good idea in theory. It's just they had to rush it through the house in a short amount of time and it didn't work out at all because they had to rush it through the house in a short amount of time when they had the votes and shit. Right. So you make concessions and this will happen. That'll happen. And that's well, the problem. Yeah. Man. That's just the problem. I think this, the setup as it is right now has become so botched and, and kind of mangled because people just make these deals that benefit them in the short term. And you kick the bucket and you make another short term deal to patch this part up and you put a bandaid on this and you put a bandaid on that. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you just, fucking limping all over the place and and all you're doing is you're covered in band-aids when you got a you're covered, when you're riddled with bullet holes you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's hard so it's, it's not an easy fix it's hard and then finishing wednesday is kamala harris which makes ton, tons of sense of course oh, yeah like, yeah it's, it's big final day is thursday they got cory booker another failed presidential uh candidate new jersey senator haven't seen him at all in the news since then no, no, he's probably just South hanging out. Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who is Indeed. like another massive liar, someone who is like politician to the core and doesn't he, I don't think he, he's the Democratic Marco Rubio. He's someone who's never actually made a sentence that means anything in his life. <laughs> and uh, then, he's uh, a mayor, right? He's just a mayor. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, finally, with uh, Joe Biden finishing that out. Uh, big big omission to me, Andrew Yang. Big Yang, Yang guy here. Yeah, huge Yang guy right back at you. It's, it's nonsensical. Nonsensical not have him speak. He's the smartest Democrat in the fucking planet. And they're just like, nah. 
Let's right. have Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton speak. I think they just and Joe to- Biden, who's not even in politics, but like a smart. She's a doctor. Good. Yeah, yeah. but she's really just married to the president, so that's the only reason she's speaking. Right, and that's why. But that's why I'm sure they do that fairly often. I bet. Well, they did a Michelle speaking, so exactly. I, I would yeah, assume. I'm sure that's a comp. They probably have a little bit of a playbook, and I love Andrew Yang too. I wish he spoke, but I'm sure that sounds like they're just going for big names. The bigger the name, the more likely you are to to be on there. You know, yeah, Andrew Yang was great, but let's think about his actual, you know, numbers in terms of the Democratic nomination. Not good. <laughs> yeah, but neither were he got a lot. Of, he he made a lot of headlines for a hot minute there. You know, the UBI, of course, is is was they was never. I mean, I think part of that was the networks that ran the debates, though. They never gave him any time. They never directed any questions at him. They never gave him any buzz. Like he was just the forgotten stepchild, essentially. You got to push, man. You got to push. You're running for president. That's what I'm talking about, though. President, yeah. you got to have some brass this, balls. I mean, whatever. You got to, you got to yeah. get out there. Yeah, I mean, he had to. I think he had to trump it up a little bit, so to speak. Got a little bit. That's like it worked for him. I as think he was, as it is. I mean, honestly, like he's probably like he's a way better candidate than Biden. Well, that's the him, thing. That's the, the hardest part. Yeah, the presidency, I think, is, you know, getting elected. Once you're in office, you kind of have a plan of what you want to do. And, you you know, you have your whole staff and you can maybe start chipping away. Obviously, it's very hard yeah. with all this stuff we're talking about with Congress and navigating all that and everything. But you've got to really sell your soul to become president. You know what I don't fully understand? Like, I get it to a degree, but not fully. People constantly complain about how often Trump plays golf. I don't and care I don't, I don't care. care. Like I I'm actually, like, hey, work your forty hours a week as president. What else? Like, what else is he realistically going to do about the? Like, uh, he could be uh, a little bit better about masks. Oh, he could be a lot of bit better about masks and some of the other shit. Of course, of course, of course. But is like him playing golf on a weekend really going to impact that at all? When he's my, already just clearly an asshole. I agree, uh, but uh, maybe for different reasons. I was just talking about this with someone very recently as well. And my thought was, I, well, I think the president, especially in today's age, there's just so much going on. You probably have to pull at least 80 hours a week that you're actively working. But the thing is, even if he's golfing, he wants to chill out a little bit. He has his whole fucking team there with him. They all have cell phones. They all have this. They all have that. There's nothing really that he can't do on the golf course that he could be doing in an office. It's not you like know? when he's in his office, he's, he's reading these briefings anyways. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's out, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's no different. And again, it's if something happens, different. he can hop on a call or he has someone feeding him information yeah. at all times as needed. So yeah, he's just doing it while golfing. I mean, and, how many times like I'll golf by myself sometimes and I'll have my Bluetooth headphones in and like someone will call me and I'll just be golfing while speaking on the phone. No problem. But imagine, no problem. Even, imagine even if you had to stop because you, you're the president and there's a, something going on. No one's going to be playing behind you. Be like, hurry the fuck up. No one's going to be driving into the fairway right up on you because you, you, that would be fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> if you're just like, there's like three guys back at the like 15. It's like, dude, this fucking guy is taking forever. He's not even hitting his ball. He's just standing there. Dude, fuck it. I'm going. Like, yeah, he's let two, him have it. He's 250 out. I won't hit him. Yeah, ah, of, shit. Course. of course, whenever you say that, that's when you're due for the best tee shot of your life. That's yep. the way it works. Yeah. Well, what do you think the distance, the spacing they is when he plays? He's himself. I think he's got four tee times to the north and four tee times to the south. I'd say minimum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
He's got all the time in the world. And plus he's on his own courses anyways. Like he right. probably just so like he can do that anyways, regardless, you know. <laughs> do you think he bumps people out of their tea times though? I'd be pissed. Oh, I'd yeah. be pissed. Oh my god. Like I'm going like Trump's we we talked about it. Trump's got that nice course in Doral. Uh like, oh we're this I'm pumped. I'm gonna go to this nice course. Like, yeah, it's Trump. I don't want to give that family money, but like, you know, nice course, gotta play it, whatever. And uh oh, my tea time got moved because the fucking asshole president's gonna play. Like Absolutely. play with the rest of us. I, I I'm sure he doesn't plan this stuff out until like a week, maybe a oh, week no, two in advance. And these courses like you said are nice, expensive. Yeah. So yeah, people are getting bumped. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And what yeah, he doesn't care. And and realistically, probably a lot of times they just say, Oh, he'll he'll whatever, give you a handshake, and then that's it. Do if, you if think he's ever happy. played a Muni? Never. I don't think so Never. either. No chance. The only way I could ever see it is, is if he was like looking into buying it. Maybe when he was in college, but and even then, yeah, extremely I, doubtful. Only if he was looking to buy it. Yeah. I still say no. No way. No, no, I don't I don't think there's a chance. I just think it's a funny idea. I like a good Muni, as long as it's not the middle of summer when they're like just fucking packed to the gills. Yeah, well, that's that's what I play, man. I'm a baller on a budget here. I don't give a shit. I uh, yeah. Well, I got a, I got a little bit of a hookup right now where I've been playing this nice semi-private course for free. That is a hookup. That's a that big time hookup. hookup. Yeah, it's a big time hookup. Shut a solid one hundred and five on Thursday. That's bad. That's not good. <laughs> that is bad. It's not good. <laughs> um, what? It's about, it's about average bad, I would say. To be fair, that's a bad. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, like not it's like average bad golfer. That's no one. No one would play that and be like, like if I was playing with you or anyone was playing with you, be like, I'm not playing with him again. Yeah, there's no way. there was one time I played with a guy <laughs> who was uh, it was a, I've I've played with him before, but we were a foursome. It was me, two friends of mine. And then he was like from another friend group, this guy. Mm-hmm. So he was the fourth, essentially. So they never played with him before. And I knew he was, you know, he was bad. But like you said, he's an average bad. Yeah. But the first fucking hole, he took probably six shots and went 55 yards. Oh, <laughs> it was boy. insane. But he was like bad. taking his time going up to the ball and like taking a couple of practice swings. I, after like the fourth one, I was like, dude, please just fucking line up and rip it. Would you? God damn it. And I was yeah. thinking to myself, like, I know you're better than this. Like, I know you could do a lot better than this. But these fucking guys don't know that. So please mm-hmm. just show them a little something. God yeah. damn it. Otherwise, it's going to be like an eight hour day. We're never going to do this again. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, bottom line, he got it together after, you know, halfway through the first hole, finally. Little picked jitters, it up. Yeah. 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 There's jitters. You know, you got the crowd behind you. There, there was that one was on the street. So you got cars over there on your lap. Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot. And he fucking gave into the jitters a big time. Yeah. That was scary. That's bad. That was the worst little, little snippet. snippet of golf I've ever seen in my life. All right. Um, so I want to move on from politics, but one last thing before we do that: Robert Trump's dead. Robert Trump is dead. I didn't even know of Robert Trump. No, nope. Bobby Trump. I got rest in peace, Bobby Trump. I, I, maybe he was a good guy. I don't know anything about him. Uh, either way, I guess rest in peace. But uh, yeah. I don't fine. know. I don't know anything about him. Trump visited him. Don, Donnie boy visited him. Uh, that's nice. You know, at least he's yeah. got, got a. He put out a statement. It was nice. I'm sure he didn't. It was, write it. It was nice. Yeah. Let me nice let me statement. find that. 
vamp real quick. I'm going to read it because it's kind yeah, of yeah. in a uh, weird way. Uh, funny. You had something to say about politics. I also had one more thing to say about politics. Donald Trump is on a mission to dismantle the USPS before this election. And I, I'm so confused by it. I understand that he is very against mail-in voting because I guess his theory is that it leads to more fraud. But I would think that the people then would just – don't you just think people would just go out and vote instead? It's not that much of a fraud issue, is it? It's just It just seems like a very peculiar thing to be that passionate about. And, but he won't stop. And he, more and more things are happening. He's getting rid of mail sorting facilities. He's talking about not funding them. Supposedly mailboxes are getting picked up. It just doesn't stop. And I'm so confused by it. And I, I want answers. Maybe maybe he really knows something we don't. And he knows that mail-in voting will lead to his destruction. How that I mean, could be, I can't possibly picture it. It will because more people, I would say in general, Democrats are probably more uh, apprehensive of going to the polls due to coronavirus than your average Republican. Ah, but dude, it's the presidential election. You really think that's what it is? I don't think that's what it is. I don't think there's any real argument to say that mail-in voting hurts Trump. Oh, well, uh, I I mean, I don't don't know about that. I I don't see a realistic scenario where it's better for Joe Biden if there's mail-in voting. I do. I do. I I think that you'll get more. I just think you get more Democratic voters than Republican voters out of mail-in vote- voting. Because there's more Democratic voters. That's what that's what I think. I think you're right, but I think it's just because in general, <laughs> more people you just, more you, just, you just killed your own argument there. No, but, but it's not because of mail-in or not mail-in. I think if there's See, polls, no, I, they'll still show up to the polls. Right. Well, let's uh, – no, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think so. And I think if anyone were to try to do some fraud stuff in the mail, it's Republicans. Who may who uses mail anymore? I, none, none of these good point. you know progressive thinking, technologically savvy, especially younger people. They don't know how to use mail. They couldn't commit mail fraud if they wanted to. Also, they don't even know how to address a letter. I mean, it can't. It even if there is some fraud, it's not that. It, it's just not it's that not much. That substantial. It's just not. It's not that substantial. Maybe you get Joe Schmo, who died like a month before the election, who gets a ballot in the mail, and his wife delivers it. But like, he's probably voting for Biden anyways, or whatever. Maybe. I don't think it matters. I don't think it. I don't think it. I agree. That's why it's weird that he's making such a big push about it. I don't. It's it. just. I don't know. And that's I, why it's such a big it's push. That- hot, it's been a Republican hot push. Button issue I, for years. I know. I maybe that's what it is. But I'm a big I, I just, fan of mail-in say, voting. Yeah, I think mail-in voting is great. I think we should do mail-in vote. What's the so difference? Fucking easy. I think there should be like somehow eventually there should just it should just be an app. But that if you want to talk about fraud, that's rife full of fraud opportunities. You want to talk about hacking? Yeah, exactly. That's why that's, that's very hard. Massive problems there. Um, I, I mean. He's definitely tearing down the USPS. He's trying to, at least. I guess I, mean, I don't know that. I know that they're always. What I don't understand is that each state should just take that upon themselves to deliver. Just you have one job: deliver well, one then, then, ballot. Okay, okay. Deliver the ballots. Yeah, but how you can deliver them through the USPS, right? You just how deliver them. Just get some. I'm sure you can get enough volunteers to deliver them out. Or whatever. 
just be the big government that you are and nut up. Mm. Yeah, but you still they would need to have done that by now. Or pay it's too for late. the U- pay the USPS to do it. Keep well, it that's out what of I mean. but, Well, now there may not be a USPS uh, by then. Who knows? Well, you know, it's they they this would the wheels would have needed to be in motion by now. I was so fuck mail before. Like I'm still fuck mail, but. Jesus Christ, just get the ballots out there. Mail and voting is tight, especially Everybody's when we're crazy. still in a coronavirus. Oh, it's it's not needed now more than ever, ironically, as as mail becomes less and less prevalent. It's kind of a funny thing. But mm, I, I, I'm going to vote in person. That's end of story. <laughs> That's my two cents on it. Not my two cents. That's just my what I'm doing. God damn it. Leave me alone. All right, that's going to do it for part one of this episode. Part two coming out on Wednesday. Part two might be the most fun we've ever had on the podcast. Super excited for you to listen to that one on Wednesday. Super excited for for you to listen to this one. I think we had a lot of great political topics here. We let the tie down in the second half. Have a whole lot of fun. Follow us at anotherweekwith.com. All of that good stuff. Um, Look for that voicemail box coming out this upcoming week, and we love you guys.